Sir, how are you? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? Doing well. I think it might have been that UCLA fight song at Friday's practice that was the catalyst, you know? You never know. I wouldn't rule that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was your thoughts on the special teams really making a big difference, you know, for you guys uh, yesterday? You know, it was really encouraging. I think we've been looking for a game where we could have that kind of impact all year long. And we've just been, you know, block off here or there. Um, we finally got the plays that we needed, and, and certainly we needed them yesterday. So, you know, really tip tip your hat to the guys back there returning the ball. Brother Moncrief and, and Gunner did a great job. Um, I thought guys really played hard, took advantage of some opportunities we had. And, uh, again, Nick kicked ending, as did Jake. So, uh, good all-around day. Dan Roach, followed by Andrew Callahan. Hi, Matthew. How you doing? I'm well, Dan. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, just a, a thought on maybe what you saw on the Jennings, uh, you know, illegal blindside block, which was called, um, and, and how how big was it to, to overcome that and, and also maybe to learn a lesson from that because just watching it uh, as we watched it unfold, it looked like a, a great play. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a tough play, Dan. Um, yeah, I know what the rule is, and, and obviously our officials are going to be instructed to uh, call the game according to the rule book. Uh, I thought it was a good play by Anthony. He's hustling. He's trying to make a block. It was a block that we needed to spring Gunner. I thought, you know, Turner probably would have had a chance to make the tackle if he doesn't. You know, I think the lesson there is if you're you're blocking, you know, back behind the ball, back towards the line of scrimmage, um, you got to use your hands and uh, try to engage with your hands or just stand there, which is unfortunate. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not so sure that this would have been the case back in 1985 when – well, my dad was playing, but that's football now. And, you know, we've made a, an intentional effort to make sure that we're keeping our players safe and healthy. So, you know, we, we learned from it, and thankfully we were able to, to overcome it. Quick follow-up, Matthew. How much do you feel for a guy like Julian Edelman, who was officially put on the NFL's COVID list uh, earlier this evening, and what he's been through this season, how much of a challenge it's been? Yeah, it's been tough. Um, it's been a tough year for Julian. It's been a tough year for all of us. Uh, I, I include you guys in that. It's just, it's been that kind of year. And I feel for Julian. Uh, Julian is such a great friend. And uh, But there's one thing I know, if there's anyone who can find a way to overcome all of those things, it's him. And I know that he'll, he'll do that. So I think right now we just want to pray that he's okay and that he's feeling well and, um, you know, that, that hopefully that this is something that he can move past rather quickly. Go to Andrew Callahan, followed by Chris Ryan. Hey, Matthew, thanks for taking the time here tonight. Um, on, a, on a similar note, and I just asked David this, you know, now that you're almost three months into the season, what's your level of confidence just in the league and how much you've come to learn about the protocols and they've changed around the virus and obviously things are going up, but you know, as an organization, until Julian's positive test today, you, you guys seem to have done a pretty good job of, you know, mitigating the risk and, and staying safe. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't say my level of confidence is very high because I think nationally we're seeing a resurgence in the virus and we haven't seemed to 
have found a way to control it nationally. So I don't think it's going to be any different within the NFL. I mean, certainly everyone's trying the best that they can um, to make sure that we're safe. But, I mean, this virus, you just we don't know enough about it. It seems very unpredictable. And obviously now it's surging again. So, you know, we're taking it one day at a time, praying everyone stays safe and healthy, uh, not only within the NFL, but around the, the world, around the globe. Um, you know, it's hard to really be confident when, when this thing seems to be spreading like wildfire. Chris Ryan followed by Zach Cox. Hey, Matthew, hope all is well with you. Um, you spoke last week about you felt like something positive was going to come. You guys are putting the work in as a special teams unit and the plays are going to come after it. Um, how important is it particularly for the younger players to see results and to see the fact that things did come to fruition and you guys were able to affect the game in such a positive sense? Yeah. You know, you know, Chris, that's a good question. I think it's important um, for some guys to be able to see results, uh, especially those young guys where, you know, you're preaching to them all year long. Hey, we just do this, do that. We got to be better here and there, you know, really, really stand after the details. It shows that, okay, um, the coaches know what they're talking about. The veterans know what they're talking about. We can do this. It can help us. And it's nice to have your hard work pay off, no, no matter what you do. Uh, it could be, you know, as a journalist or as a, as a pro football player, if you work hard at it, it's nice to have it pay off. And I think it's encouraging once it does. So hopefully it's encouraging for our guys. Hopefully it's encouraging for our returners. Um, and we look to build upon it. We still feel like we left some plays out there yesterday. And, uh, you know, we want to keep getting better here down the stretch. You sp- spoke before of the, the penalty on you know, Anthony and obviously the frustration with that. How how hard is it to mind that line between playing the game physically, creating opportunity, and you know bridging the gap between what may be called you know a penalty, and particularly in special teams where it's it seems so difficult to be able to um, to make sure that you're getting an edge, but you're also not you know, going a little bit too far. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, the game's happening so fast. You're talking about some of the best athletes in the world. And they're playing full speed. It's it's tough to really uh, know when and, and where to pick and choose your spots. Um, you know, especially in the kicking game where everything is you know full tilt. So you know, we just got to learn from it. I think you know Scott O'Brien used to always say every play is an experience, and certainly that'll be an experience for not only Anthony but for myself and other guys who have been playing the game a long time and haven't had a play like that come up. So. We'll try to learn from that experience. I would encourage Anthony to stay aggressive, to keep playing with the great effort that he's playing with. Um, and, you know, that you're going to walk a fine line sometimes. And in order to make plays, you're probably going to have to aid, you know, err on the side of being a little too aggressive. And, uh, you know, we'll try to live with that. Certainly we don't want to hurt anyone or, or put anybody in harm's way, but, you know, we're going to try to stay aggressive. Thanks, Matthew. We'll go to Zach Cox, followed by Mike Reese, and then Karen Gregian will be our last question. Hey, Matthew. Uh, I just wanted to ask ask you about Nick Folk. Uh, he's been really consistent for you guys this year. Hasn't missed a field goal since week two. Obviously has the two game winners in there. Just what does it say about his level of, of 
perseverance, I guess, that this was a guy who was kicking in the AAF a year or two ago, didn't sign until halfway through training camp, the, that he's been able to be as consistent as he has been for you guys? Yeah, you know, I, it's a lot about who he is as a man. Um, you know, if you're around Nick for any period of time, you just notice how positive he is. His outlook on things is um, the same. It's always positive. He's always finding the silver lining in things. Even when he was dealing with some of his back stuff, just always staying positive. And then he always stays ready. He's thinking through situations. He's thinking through what he's doing technically. Uh, you know, I've been really fortunate to play with some some really good kickers over the course of my career. And uh, I'm learning a lot from Nick this year. Um, and I think just his approach to the game, his approach to his craft, it says a lot about what this means to him. Uh, I think it's a testament to why he's been able to last so long in this league. And it, it's great to see him have the success that he's having this season because he certainly has worked very hard at it. Thank you. Final two questions, Mike Reese and Karen Gregan. Matthew, uh, the next two games uh, take you back to, you know, your roots in a sense. Um, what does that mean to you, you know, to go back there and uh, play games, especially one of them against a team that some pretty deep, you know, connections there? Yeah, you know, it, it, it certainly means a lot. I don't, I don't know how many more chances I'm going to have to play football in California. That's... Uh, you know, where my dream started as a kid. And, um, you know, I know that for our team, it's it's another game and there'll be the two biggest games of the season. But it certainly carries a little extra significance for me, uh, you know, especially the, the second one, uh, needless to say. So I want to just try to be as focused as possible, um, go out and try to take advantage of the opportunity that we have as a team, look forward to preparing with my teammates, being out there, and, uh, you know, hopefully we make it a good trip. So we're looking forward to it. Last question, Karen Gregan. Hi, Matthew. Karen, how are you? I'm okay. I uh, haven't spoken in a while. I miss that. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a different yeah. year, isn't it? It certainly is. Um, just getting back to, you talked about the two games out there being very important. I almost equate it, given your record and situation, to the playoffs. It's almost like losing your out. It's kind of a little bit like that mentality. Do you think the experience that a lot of you have in those type of situations helps you now and, you know, helps kind of it expand to the younger players? Well, you, you know, coach's belief about experience. Um, he's, he always says it's about execution and not necessarily experience. Um, you know, we're going to be leaning on players that haven't played in those situations. And even for guys like myself who have been in a lot of those situations, you know, what, what's happened in the past is going to have no bearing on these two games going forward. I would agree with you 100 percent, though. Um, you know, I think we get the rest of our season, we have to have kind of that do or die mentality. Um, every game's got to be treated like it's the most important game of the year, starting with the Chargers. And, uh, you know, we got to put all our focus into that game and we've got to go out and compete as hard as we can. And, and every play, every possession, um, every step, every tackle is going to be critical 
in terms of where our season's headed. So uh, I hope that we create that sense of urgency. I think we have it, but maintain it throughout the course of the week. And then hopefully Sunday, you know, we can bring a lot of energy and execution to the game. Just a quick follow. In, in that light of having to rely on the younger players, was it heartening to see, you know, several of them come through in the game on, on Sunday and, and be an integral part of the win? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, when you think about young players in this league, you know, I always try to look at from the individual's perspective. And these guys are getting a chance to do something that they've loved doing or dreamed of doing ever since they were kids. And you pull for those guys. You want to see them do well um, as individuals. And then obviously if they do well as individuals, it's going to help our football team. And I know how hard those kids have been working this year. Um, they've really committed themselves to trying to improve each and every week. And certainly they've been coached hard. Um, we've been hard on them as leadership on the team. And it's great to see them respond and help our team. So. Uh, we've always had belief in those kids. We will continue to have belief in them. And I really feel like that's the only way that, um, you know, we're going to be able to make something happen with our season is, is having faith in each other. So, yeah. Thank you, Matthew. No problem. Thanks, Matthew. Thanks, everyone.